Welcome to St. John's for our online worship service. Uh, wherever you're watching this, whatever time you're watching this, it's great to have you join us as we worship God together in our homes. Well, today in our service, we're thinking about the story of Jesus being presented in the temple. Uh, and this is otherwise known in the church calendar as Candlemas. And it marks the transition from Christmas and Epiphany uh, as we look back and celebrate the birth of our Lord. Uh, and then we look forward and turn towards Lent and, of course, Jesus' Passion at Easter time. Uh, so Candlemas marks that, that turning point in the church calendar. Of course, if we're in church, we would have had lots of candles that we can light, so you're invited to go and get as many candles as you have in the house and light them as part of this service. Uh, a lot of this service is themed around light, thinking about the light of Christ in the world. Children who are watching, uh, there are some Together at Home materials uh, that were emailed out and that can be downloaded from our website and there's various activities related to this story uh, that you can do there. But as we think about our theme uh, and as we think about the people involved, Mary, Jean, Joseph, uh, presenting the baby Jesus in the temple, then of course that wonderful moment where Simeon, who had been waiting for the consolation of Israel, waiting for the Messiah, uh, saw Jesus uh, and said those wonderful words we now know as the Nunc Dimittis. Uh, now let thy servant depart in peace. And of course, Anna, we think about the wonderful faithfulness of Anna, uh, the prophet. Both of those people in their old age had been faithful to God. So we're going to uh, begin with these words of introduction that set this uh, act of worship in context. Dear friends, 40 days ago we celebrated the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we recall the day on which he was presented in the temple, when he was offered to the Father and shown to his people. As a sign of his coming among us, his mother was purified, as we now come to him for cleansing. In their old age, Simeon and Anna recognised him as their Lord, as we today sing of his glory. In this service, we celebrate both the joy of his coming and his searching judgment, looking back to the day of his birth and forward to the coming days of his passion. And so as we begin, we're going to light a candle. You might want to do this in your homes. I'm going to light one now. And the candle and lighting the candle reminds us that God is good 
and God is with us. And so we have these opening words. Do join in with the words in bold. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Jesus is our way. With Jesus, even dark places are light. Jesus is the truth. In Jesus, we shall live forever. Jesus is our life. And now we're going to have our first song. still for the presence of the Lord, the Holy One is here. Come bow before him now with reverence and fear. In him no sin is found. We stand on holy ground. Be still for the presence of the Lord, the Holy One is here. Be still for the glory of the Lord is shining all around. He burns with holy fire, with splendor, he is crowned. worship God and uh, come before him now we also recognize that none of us deserve to be in the presence of God Uh, and it's important to take time like in any relationship to say sorry and so we're going to say sorry to God now for those things that have got in the way of our relationship with him so hear the words of our saviour Jesus Christ I am the light of the world whoever follows me shall never walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. Let us therefore bring our sins into his light and confess them in penitence and faith. And we say together, Father eternal, giver of light and grace, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in what we have thought, in what we have said and done, through ignorance through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. 
We have wounded your love and marred your image in us. We are sorry and ashamed and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and lead us out from darkness to walk as children of light. Amen. And so, Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the prayer for the day. Almighty and ever-living God, clothed in majesty, whose beloved Son was this day presented in the temple in substance of our flesh, grant that we may be presented to you with pure and clean hearts by your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The reading is taken from Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 to 18. Since therefore the children share flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. For it is clear that he did not come to help the angels, but the descendants of Abraham. Therefore he had to become like his brothers and sisters in every respect, so that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make a sacrifice of, of atonement for the sins of the people, because he himself was tested by what he suffered. He was able to help those who are being tested. Here ends the reading. A reading, second chapter of Luke, beginning of the 22nd verse. Jesus is presented in the temple. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory 
to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came, and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the Lord of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. May this word of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Our two Bible readings help us to reflect upon our blessing and strength on this Sunday through these points. Presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ in the temple by his parents when he was a baby, according to Holy Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 22 to 40. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. The presentation of the baby Jesus follows from the fact that every firstborn son of a mother, not necessarily of the father, shall be called holy to the Lord. Have we noticed that the arrival of Simeon and the dialogue between him and Jesus' parents? Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he had seen the Lord Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts where parents of baby Jesus brought him as newborn male child according to the custom of the Jewish law. Now let's see Simeon's happy reaction with a little song as we recognize this song in Latin as Nandemitas, as a first witness and receiver of the baby Jesus, welcoming him like this with joy. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now 
dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Let my eyes have seen this baby, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. This Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, This child is destined to cause falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. So now Simeon is ready to die as we see that he says, I'm ready to depart, which means I'm ready to die because I'm an old man. Now let's see another receiver. Her name is Anna. And on Thanksgiving reaction as a second receiver of the baby Jesus welcoming him this way. There was a, also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was 84 years old widow. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And then we see Jesus during his journey with his parents. And Jesus stayed back at one stage of this journey. And Jesus' parents has to come back because they were his parents were finding him. And um, they had to travel back to him where Jesus was, and they found him in a synagogue, dialoguing, answering the, the question of the religious leaders and political leaders. Upon parents' questioning, he answered that he must be in his spiritual father's house, taking care of his father's affair. Now, combining it with our second reading from Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 to 18, which explains that the children have partaken of flesh and blood. He himself likewise shared in the same. It means Jesus himself likewise shared in the same, that through death Jesus might destroy the devil who had the power of death and release those who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. In this current climate, many have fear of death as we see people dying left, right and center around us and in other nations also. Therefore, for us, to be freed from bondage, to Satan and the fear of death, Christ has to become human and able to die for us in order to free us from the death penalty by means of his substitutionary death on the cross. God paid a huge price 
for our freedom from the fear of death. Because we are one in Christ, now that weapons no longer hangs over us. Praise God for that. Our Lord Jesus was a fully human in every way in order to become a merciful and faithful high priest in service of God. Let's apply this word reflecting in this way. Are we presenting ourselves to be cleansed in the house of the Lord? Are we reviving ourselves by listening his word and believing on his word? Are we adhering to that great faith where Jesus has conquered sin and death? Are we presenting our firstborn to be his servant? I leave these thoughts with you and I would like to encourage you as a servant of God in this uncertain climate that believe on him who has conquered sin and death, your and my Lord Jesus Christ. And he is sitting on the right hand of the Father. And he has not left us alone. He has sent us a helper who is Holy Spirit. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, by your consecration in the temple, witnessed by Simeon and Anna, you became a gift for the forgiveness of sins and the strengthening of our faith. Lord, have mercy upon us and deliver us from evil. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, our God, we pray for the created world, sustained by your mercy, but burdened by the present pandemic, poverty, conflict, greed, selfishness. Father, bring hope and courage to all nations to ensure equitable access to vaccines, to poorer countries. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, bless our church, St. John's. Lord, may we continue to stand committed as Christians in the unity of our church. Father, we bring before you our elderly members, some in isolation or some struggling with the cold weather. Lord, comfort them and bless those who work to provide love and friendship to them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, today as we recall the presentation of Jesus in the temple and the beginning of a life of love and service to all men and women, 
we open our hearts and minds to him and bring our cares and concerns for your world and your people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of hope, we commend to you our communities, those affected by the ongoing floods, our neighbors and friends who continue to go through hardship and mental health crisis. Lord, teach us not to trust in our own desires, but to work to seek the good of others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of compassion, we pray for those who are sick. Those that we know here at St. John's and others we do not know. We pray for all those in hospitals and care homes. Lord, stretch your hand to bring comfort and peace to all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of mercy, we pray for all those who lead and serve in our communities. Doctors, nurses, care workers, teachers, emergency services, and other frontline staff who work with obedience and kind hearts. Father, give them spiritual wisdom in their daily duties. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our Lord, conqueror of death, remember for good those whom we love but see no longer. Here we remember Faith's father who sadly died last week. Eternal God, help her to live this day and henceforth in the sure and certain hope of your eternal victory over death. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, we're now going to respond to all that we've heard and read and thought about by thinking about how Jesus' light can lighten our dark world. And thinking particularly about the darkness of the world at this time. I'm just going to use a simple words of response, asking Jesus to be light in our world. The response is, we are seeking light. So you might want to have an additional candle to light for this moment uh, as we respond now. In this season of waiting, of longing, of looking for you to come into our world, we are seeking light. In our own lives, we are seeking light. In our neighbourhoods, we are seeking light. In our families, we are seeking light. In our work, we are seeking light. 
in grace, we are seeking light. In our nation, we are seeking light. In our world, we are seeking light. And we say together, Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. May we have eyes to see you and ears to hear you. Come into our world today. Amen. We have our uh, online acts of worship in the week and we have uh, our Tuesday evening prayer on Zoom, uh, pause and pray on Wednesdays uh, and at the moment we are continuing with just meeting online and in our homes. But we are still trying to continue with church life and we've got a couple of things coming up. Uh, one is a book group uh, to navigate, help us navigate through this pandemic. We're going to be looking at Tom Wright's new book God and the Pandemic. Uh, that will be done over Zoom. We're going to have two sessions on Wednesdays, one at 12.30 in the daytime and one at 7.30 in the evening on Wednesdays. So if you're interested, do sign up. There is a page on our website in the What's On section in our website. Uh, you can sign up using the form there 
uh, and that will go to myself and Danny. And once you've signed up, we will send out details of the Zoom meeting for you. Uh, in the meantime, you want to, might want to buy the book and at least read through the introduction in anticipation of the first session. So that's coming up soon. Uh, and also next Saturday, uh, we are having a quiz night, another quiz night. Thanks to John and Kelly for hosting that. Uh, so next Saturday at 7.30, um, do put the date in your diary and this week we'll send out a link for that. Uh, so that should be a fun time together. And of course we can't gather in person, but we can still gather and connect in these ways. And also a reminder, do uh, join us as we meet together after this service at 11.30 for coffee uh, chat on Zoom. And as we close our time of worship, we close with a final prayer of blessing. Uh, you might just want to hold out your hands, uh, symbolic of receiving God's blessing and his light as we then carry his light and his blessing into this coming week in all that we've got ahead of us. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, who was wounded for our sins, that you may bear in your life the love and joy and peace which are the marks of Jesus in his disciples. And so the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.